All right, we are live. Hello, everyone, and thank you for checking out the Pastrami Nation podcast today, the Meet of Pop Culture. Um, today, we have a really cool show. Um, but before we get into it, do some introductions are in order. Uh, I'm Kevin, uh, entertainment editor of Pastrami Nation. Um, with me today, of course, I got Jason Smith, the co-founder of Pastrami Nation. Hi, How you doing? Good. Um, and we also have uh, Noble with us today. How you doing, man? What's going on, everybody? Good. And Christian, how are you? I'm doing good. Glad, glad to be here. Excited. Good. Glad to have yeah, you. man. It's going to be a fun show. Um, before we get started, we do have a giveaway towards the end of the show. It's a chickenator combo from Apollo Burger down mm. in the high desert. So if you guys are down there, please, all you have to do is uh, put a comment and like the you know, post and you'll be eligible to win it at the end of the show. Um, <clears throat> so let's just get right into it. Of course, I don't know if you guys are aware, there was a pretty big comic book movie that came out this past weekend. <laughs> um, the Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson takes on the role this time. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about it. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to get into. Let's just dive right into it. First, let's start by just kind of talking about just kind of our basic thoughts. Like, what did you guys think of the Batman? Who wants to go first? Yeah, anyone. I will. Uh, yeah, go for it, Noble. Cool. Honestly, I it was not what I expected, and it definitely exceeded the expectations that I had. And I think that uh, anyone who's looking for a different type of Batman, especially one that's a major departure from the Nolan Batmans, the uh, the Bat nipples, or even the uh, eighty nine Batman, you want something that's a little darker. You want something that's a little more. Um, grounded um, even more so grounded than even um i'll even say the dark knight series this this movie i'm sorry go ahead no i, I was gonna say absolutely yeah I, i'd say yeah. just as grounded if not more so than the than the nolan trilogy absolutely yeah and it feels like this batman is not he's not the perfect batman just yet but you know what you see how he's gonna get there Yeah, no, exactly. And that's one thing I loved about it, too. Um, hold up, let's bring... We also have Daniel joining us right now. Let me go ahead and add him to the stream. He's back. So, hey, uh, hey, I know that guy. Hey, there he is. How you doing, Daniel? Uh, much better. Technical difficulties all. <laughs> yeah. Vengeance got you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I have been ending ending emails in PSI and Vengeance. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so let's uh you know who else who wants to go next? What did what uh, Christian, what did you think about um I I loved it. I uh I I did go in with high expectations. I am like a big Batman fan, so um I was excited to be excited after a long time of not being excited about Batman on film. Um I know a lot of like I, I think yeah, um Noble, you just mentioned how this is a, like a, a nice departure. Uh, from what you might expect from Batman, um, and yeah, like if if you're basing that on, on like the Batman movies, absolutely, you know what I mean. Um, and, but then also at the same time, I'm like, I feel like we're finally seeing like the, you know the world's greatest detective on on film. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, at least at least like you were saying, the beginnings of that. You know what I mean? Um, I think there are parts of that that were like really really cool to see. Uh, like you said, uh, not what I expected, um, but I. Uh, 
I, it's hard for me to say anything without spoiling anything. So, oh yeah, I'm, actually, I'm trying actually, to dance around it. So, yeah, no, actually, let's uh, let's actually talk about spoilers. Let's warn everyone who's watching: there will be spoiler talk in this one. So, let's just go for it, man. Um, cover I want to talk ears. about what's that? Cover your ears. Yeah, cover your ears, everyone. <laughs> um, this is it's going to be spoiler-filled conversation about the movie. So, uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Come back. Yeah. check it out check out the podcast but uh yeah go for it christian just let's just let it, it lose. All of us i mean i have oh like there was so many different things that i really absolutely love about it i guess I, if i had to like pick like one of my favorite things about it it's gordon and batman's relationship yes. like i just i just loved it um and like i think that's where like if there was any humor in this movie that's where it came from mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was just it was the, the relationship between the two of them uh jeffrey wright is gordon like fantastic, like perfect, like perfect, I, yeah. perfect commissioner I, Gordon. I, I mm-hmm. would say like casting all around, the big, I mean I was excited to see this, but like every scene he was in, Colin Farrell, just like absolutely stole the show. Wasn't that just like the transformation of a lifetime though? Like I'm still like I watch trailers and breakdowns and everything, and I'm trying to find Colin Farrell in the character. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like he I've, totally disappeared into it. I, I was off social media for like the week or like half of a week last week. Same. Um, and then now after they finally watched the movie, I'm like, oh, like I could watch like all the interviews. I could watch like all the reviews and like, uh, but like I loved watching all like the rev- the interviews with Colin Farrell because he just seemed like so like thankful to be there. And like, he's like, yeah, I don't have any problem sitting in the chair for two to four hours getting the uh, makeup so done because cool. he's like, I know what, what this is. It's all worth it, you know, in the end. Right. Um, and he talked about how like freeing that was for him as an actor, you know, like it wasn't a hindrance if anything, it freed him to like just really let loose. Um, beautiful, like beautiful stuff all around. I mean, I could keep going, but maybe we can like bounce back. Yeah, uh, with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jason, what what were your thoughts about it? Oh, I loved it. Like, I I went in with low expectations, thinking, okay, you know, like after a couple of past Batman movies let me mm-hmm. down, I was like, oh, you know. And I, I wasn't a hundred percent like sold on because uh, I, I was happy when they announced Pattinson going to be the uh, Batman because I was like I, I liked him in Twilight I like the Twilight movies right it was decent uh, and he pulled it off but I was more concerned yeah. about the Riddler seeing the design and everything oh, oh. I'm like mm. and then once you see that character and like once you you feel him in that movie he is just creepy like <sighs> to me he was on a creepy level like Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Right. You know, and even more so, one hundred percent agree with that. Like when he starts humming that little hymn for Batman when he's behind. And by the way, Batman never laid a hand on him. You know, mm-hmm. like remember they had his head pushed down and he's smiling through the when they got him at the coffee shop. I'm like wow. And then just that whole jail scene was just that's what creepified him and solidified the whole. Because I, I like his different. Uh, what what is it? Uh, what's the word for that? different ways of killing people you know his creative uh that thing with the rat cage was just brutal oh yeah i just wish there i hope there's a director's cut where you see more of that you know like Mm -hmm. they weren't going to give us that in a pg-13 but to me the riddler like i loved the penguin in there uh love the Catwoman. love batman i like all the characters it's just uh you know that riddler did it for me i'm a I'm a fan like of villains, you know, and especially like revenge kill villains in movies. And this it did it for me, you know, especially with the Riddler. I, I rank this Batman up there with like with 
the Dark Knight, the Heath Ledger Joker movie, you know? Like, this was on that level where it kept you on the edge of your seat, just what's going to happen next? Yeah. No, I came out of the theater like, I, wow, you know? Can I add something to that? Sure. Yeah, sure. So what I had seen was that um, Paul Dano, the guy who plays uh, the Riddler, yes. he based a lot of his inspiration i want to say on the zodiac killer oh yeah i think with with that with that inspiration this totally feels not even just like the zodiac killer but i got some serious like seven vibes yeah that's what this movie is right this movie's like seven Mm -hmm. but with batman yeah exactly exactly about it we talked about this on the last podcast. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean about it being like a Fincher movie, vibe, yeah. like a '90s Fincher movie, but with Batman, it's it's super awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Daniel, what did you think about it? Yeah, no, I just like uh, you guys. I kind of had little expectations going in, just hoping to make the things a lot. You sound like a Riddler. Oh, dude, you're <laughs> on. <obviously. laughs> um, yeah, I think your, your mic is a little bit off right now. We can't, we can't hear you. It's, it sounds a little bit robotic. Yeah, you do sound like the Riddler. <laughs> um, if you are justice, please do not die. Uh, no, it's still sounding a little like staticky, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh no! He's a real Riddler. Yeah, if you want to. If you if you want to try to come back and or see what's going, on. yeah, because we can't we can't hear what you're saying, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> but yeah, no, I um, so I personally, I really liked it as well. It's just uh, crazy that like after what nine, what eight eight movies featuring Batman since 1989, like that yeah. they can still manage to give us something completely different, completely unique, and a totally different take on the character than we've ever seen before. Yeah. which i thought was Absolutely. was really really cool and it didn't feel like you know didn't feel like baby batman well it did kind of feel like baby batman, but it didn't feel like batman <laughs> begins obviously but it it uh it took kind of the i i compare it to like the no way home route or not no way home sorry excuse me yeah. the um, homecoming. homecoming where it was a, a origin story but not you know because we you know, we saw Uncle Ben already. We saw all that. You know, in this, there was no pearl, you know, pearl necklaces. There was no nothing, you know. So we, we, they just kind of went into the story. And I love how the mayor's son at the beginning of the movie, <laughs> you kind of don't know, like, you know, you kind of get that weird thing. It's like, wait, is this Bruce, like, when he was a kid? You know what I mean? Like, you kind of get that weird juxtaposition. But then it... But then it kind of shifts your expectations and, and it shows you who it is, you know. And it, his yeah. story parallels... Bruce Wayne's, which I thought was really cool. Um, so mm-hmm. let's get Daniel back in here. Daniel. Can you hear me now? Hey. Yes, yeah. we can hear you so much better now. <laughs> yeah. So tell us your thoughts on the Batman. All right. Well, um, like I was saying, I went in with kind of low low expectations, but hoping for a watchable movie. And mm-hmm. I, I, I was really hoping it kind of be like a standalone almost, and it blew me away. Yeah. I was... Uh, um, I, I, from the first scene where his inner dialogue, where he's talking like he's in the comic book, like you can see the lot, the wording yes, above that in the left, top left corner. Um, I oh, wish yeah. they would have kind of carried that further into the movie, but like that kind of just gave you the vibe of where we're going and how he picks his, uh, targets and yeah. everything. So yeah, I, I was really enjoying the, uh, the beginning 
uh, part where you're just kind of getting the feel for everything. It's like the um, setting him up as basically the ter- you know he's terror <laughs> other than vengeance he's yeah. terror mm-hmm. and, and fear and um, you get to see the other side where it, you know Riddler's starting to go after his victims and it yeah it it, it kind of gave me that seven vibe where he's just like hiding in the shadow he's just gonna take you out and he's not someone who's like physically imposing or anything he's just really smart <laughs> he's gonna just yeah. hide and then like hit you with a uh, carpet tool. <laughs> that was brilliant with that carpet tool. Like at the you end know, I years. thought, yeah, I thought that was the closest we're going to get to a Riddler trophy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome, dude, that's yeah. awesome, nice, that's good. Damn, and there's... <laughs> no, it was, uh, you know, start to finish. I, I was really kind of funky because uh, you you know what you're talking about where Paul Dano gets arrested. Um, look at my watch. I'm like, there's still an hour left. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's yeah. more you know there, this isn't the mm-hmm. end so there's more happening it was just it was just uh wild and i was uh i was really impressed it's one it's right up there with dark knight for me yeah and yeah. it's hard for me to like i mean immediately after watching the movie like the the comparisons have to be drawn but then i i'm like hesitant to like speak in hyperbole or even compare it to the dark knight yeah i feel like i have to live with it for like a year first and then I can like, because mm. I adore the Dark Knight. Like I yes. adore the Dark Knight. You know what I mean. So, for me, like I adore this movie too. And like I, I want to say it's. I, I'm like I, I will say that it's right there with the Dark Knight. But mm. for me to to go the step further and say like I like this better than the Dark Knight, it might be too soon for me to say. Um, but man, like the writing in this also like they're just fighting on all levels. Like the writing, cinematography, the acting, like everything. Like I, I just it was gorgeous. Like. The writing was like so symmetrical and like how they bookend like the narration at the beginning and at the end of the movie. Um, all of that stuff with like how he saves that guy and the, the guy he saves at the beginning is like, don't hurt me. And you're like, oh, damn. Mm. Like he's that terror, like that much. Uh, and then at the end, like how, you know, like he learns how he has to be like hope, you know what I mean? A symbol of hope for people. Um, and, you know, like, I, I don't know, even like with the way that the Riddler and Batman like completely mirror each other. Right, like, like the the only thing that separates them is his his uh, vow to like not kill. Aside from that, it's like they're both trying to like expose corruption. They're both mm-hmm. spying on people through windows. Yeah. They both even their masks, like the yeah. nose piece for their mask, looks the same. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like, there's there's so much similarity between the two of them. Um, well, it's which, interesting because they uh, there's always that dynamic they talk about where uh, Batman creates his villain. The point of like yeah. the fact that he's there creates it, and then he actually tells him, "You are vengeance and violence, and I'm just following suit." And that like that that harkens back to a bunch of a lot of comic stories and a lot of the themes and you see wove throughout was, uh, you know, throughout all the comics is like, yeah, if maybe if Batman wasn't here, you don't have Two Face, you don't have Riddler, you don't have Joker, you don't have all these other people. Um, so it's kind of an interesting take. Is like is. The only reason it looks like Riddler rose up and did what he did is because Batman did the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think uh, you brought up when you were talking about the the look of the film, Christian. I thought this movie had a really, really cool look to it. It had a really unique vibe. And uh, Greg mm-hmm. Frazier, who did the cinematography for it, he's had like so he was a cinematographer for Mandalorian and Dune, and so he's kind of coming off a bunch of this big stuff. Wow. Um, but he captured like. So Gotham City in this feels 
like Gotham City. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I always felt like the, the the Nolan. So, like within the first like five minutes, you're like introduced to Gotham City. You brought into Gotham City, and you're like, you're looking around like this place is like Nolan <laughs> trilogy. It was like there was at least some kind of like good. There was a good parts and bad parts, right? Like it was like a regular city. Like this just feels all around just like horrible place. Like you're just like mm-hmm. this place is not going to get cleaned up. Like. Batman cannot do anything for the city. Like the city is like done for, right? Um, and I got that feeling within the first like 10, five, 10 minutes of the movie that this place was like this just really disgusting, you know, just gross place and, and you know, criminal underworlds. And it was kind of this lived in world like right away, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, yeah. And it, it felt mm-hmm. like it felt like a good mix between like, between like Nolan's trilogy and like, tim burton's gotham right it kind of had this really it kind of it wasn't as over the top sometimes as like tim burton's gotham it was more a little bit more modern but you know it also had that you know completely chicago of nolan's trilogy but it was like if you blended the two right and it was just run down horrible place and that's one thing i loved about it too was it was very Mm. it felt very hopeless yeah you see see the city you see this Oh, so you see the city and you're like, okay, so that's a city where bad guys come from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what it felt yeah. like. And it also felt a lot like the Arkham games too, right? So like mm. it had that vibe. Yeah. And even the way like Batman fought in this movie was very Arkham, you know, style. It was just a big like brawling as opposed to kind of like that really kind of obviously yeah, this is earlier in his career so he hasn't really developed mm-hmm. his skills yet but like the way he fought in this i loved it like mm-hmm. it, it he had like all these guys like going at him at once and he was just like just like an old-fashioned brawler like i said it felt like the games mm-hmm. which i thought yeah. was really cool yeah mm-hmm. did you guys see the comments anthony blanco said so pretty much it's the high desert <laughs> <laughs> the high desert pretty That's much funny we don't have we, tall building we need a Batman. <laughs> exactly. We got Batman um, out here. <laughs> hey, you uh, know, so much... you guys, I did like uh, whenever Batman would come out, you would hear his footsteps coming. I yeah. thought that was really cool, as opposed yeah. to always just swooping down on somebody. You know, yeah, you can see like true. Matt Reeves is like influenced from like horror movies in mm-hmm. that, like how Batman would just like stalk his prey, like yeah. he didn't have to move fast, like he's gonna get you. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Yeah, that's what I wrote in my in my review. I was talking about that about how like Batman just feels like a you know he's like predator out for his prey. You know, yes. he's very much like mm-hmm. hiding in the shadows. And one scene, so we've all kind of talked about what we love about it. But one thing that I just it gave me goosebumps while I was sitting in theaters watching it was the whole Batmobile scene, right? So the yes. scene where like you know the penguin and everything they're at the it's raining and then you just hear it in the background and like. You're like, okay, like it's happening, it's coming. Like I actually sat up in my seat, I got <laughs> and then you see it, it lights up, and you you know see it doing its thing, and then that chase was really cool. Like I love mm-hmm. that chase scene, and then you know obviously this isn't in, it's in the trailers, but like when you know the penguin's car flips over it and you see Batman just like walking upside down, <laughs> you're like like it actually puts you in that position mm-hmm. and you're you're genuinely like in the villain's like perspective and this guy is coming mm-hmm. to like he's gonna start some you know what you know what i mean like he's mm-hmm. not letting you go and it's kind of terrifying in a way because you just see this 
hulking guy just slowly making his way towards you and he's seen what he's capable of before um mm-hmm. and i thought that was really really well done that that was a shot of the movie man like i for me like the most beautiful shot in all of the movie was that like the upside down walking slow yeah. walk to penguin like god dang like i want to paint it um i i love <laughs> like batman's stillness too because like he was just always like so like still and like wouldn't mm-hmm. i mean he couldn't turn his head but like you know it's like his eye movement and then like it just made it that much more impactful like when he would just explode you know what mm-hmm. i mean like with like on, on a villain or just like with his rage and like also can we talk easter eggs was that venom at the end or was that like just a general are we gonna go there and say that that was venom <laughs> it, it was green it was green right? yeah it was green yeah it was crystal so, twist I think it was. <laughs> if you guys remember it, that, it one. was a surge from you know the '90s drink surge. <laughs> <and> just, uh, <laughs> um, it's that oh, uh, just... C four Skittles that uh, Nolan shared earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll we'll come back to the kind of things that we liked a little bit more, but I kind of wanted to just touch base, just touch touch on a couple things that I didn't really care for much in the movie. Um, so number one, uh, I feel like. So listen, I'm 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 not against like long movies at all, but I do feel like this one felt like it was three hours, right? So like it was one of those movies where like, you know, Endgame for is a perfect example. Like that movie just like flew by, right? And yeah. things just happened so fast, and it just flew by. This one, there was a point where, like maybe an an hour and a half, almost two hours in, I was like, all right, like this is this is almost over. You kind of see everyone kind of getting ready in their seats. And then it keeps going and you're like, wait, how much, how much longer is left? So I look at my watch, it was like an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes left. And I was like, man, like, but like the stuff that they had to do, it made sense. Right. So it didn't feel like it was unnecessary. It just did. It felt like a three hour movie. I, I don't know if anyone else felt that. No, I felt that too. Cause it kind of crescendos with the whole Falcone thing. And right. then you're like, okay. And then you're like, oh, we're still, oh, okay. Okay, cool. So <laughs> yeah. And, and and that was it exactly we're right. like, I was like oh this like we still have like a lot left but you know it's cool like there's all the stuff we need to cover so it's it's cool so watching it i think for me i felt that same way the first time i watched it right like i'm like oh wow this this does feel like three hours the second time i think knowing what was coming i did it didn't feel as long i don't know if that makes sense that's weird uh but yeah no, I, I, i've yeah. actually heard that too like upon multiple viewings it actually gets it actually flows a lot better because you know yeah. what to expect because i i okay so I brought it up and, uh, you know, I, I'm a teacher and I, I brought it up in class and mm. I'm like, oh, can we, uh, can we talk about the Batman? And so one of my students was like, <laughs> she was like, I fell asleep. And I was like, you shouldn't be. I would just write this down <laughs> and make sure that I, I fail you. I, she was like, it was so boring. And I was like, who are you? I'm like, dude, you're an animation student. And you, I'm like, dude, that was, rel-. I felt like the, the story was like really relentless. It was just like, I, I was on the edge of my seat. You know what I mean? Like. It's not so much like a who done it, you know. It's it's the Riddler. Obviously. I'm now a medical you know, student. It's it's a it's a why done it or like why do you do it? You know, yeah, right. So I know, I don't know. Um, and, uh, it's it's a probably a lot of like, uh, it's not of who done it. It's what else is he going to do? Right, right. What's next? I think right. that's what a lot of the a lot of the movie kind of felt like that, where it was, you know, there was more to it than just what he was letting on, and even mm-hmm. the part where I like how you brought that up when he, um, when he's getting captured by the police and he's looking into you know batman's eyes and we see he's like all right you're here he goes now we can really get this started it almost felt like a pre-joker moment where he knew he's like okay now that i have you right where i want you 
now we can execute the final plan. And then that's where we get to the prison part where he goes, oh, you're not as smart as I thought you were. And he kind of, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, what have you done? And that's the part where it was kind of like, oh shoot, what is coming next? We don't know what it is, but if he's, if he expected Batman to already know what it was, but he didn't, that was the part that was scary to me because it was like, oh shoot, he hasn't figured it out yet. What, what don't we know? And I think that's kind of something that I did like, but at the same time, like you said, I think, um, the movie did stretch out a little bit longer, but I think at the same time, um, it had to. right. It's I think so. Yeah. The exposition was necessary for this story. Right. And then for the next one, we'll kind of know what we're in for a little bit better. Right. Right. I completely um, agree. Yeah. So, uh, just a comment. Anthony's asking uh, who has the coolest Batman figures out of the group. Me. The answer is me. I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say that. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, that's that's pretty cool too. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, I've got my little Batmobile here. So we've all got. Um, Show what you have, I mean, I got. It's behind the. I I have like a whole shelf of like Dark Knight stuff over there. Nice. So do I. I have Dark Knight nice. Return stuff, and then I have just I have like on top of my shelf is random stuff, mostly Batman stuff though, because I have nice. all of those those Mayfix, uh, Dark Knight. I've got them all so far. Swing did you get the armored one yet? Uh, hell yeah, I did. I gotta go to Frankenstein. Um, nice. I need that thing. <laughs> I got it. I got it from Ages Geeks. So um, yeah, yeah they, nice. should, they should have more. Um, Sweet. But yeah, I, I did I anybody. Got... Oh, sorry. Uh, no, did no. anybody grab the Mesco Batman? I pre-ordered mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I pre-ordered I it, dude. Oh, I, the new I, one. The new one. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The Batman. Yeah. I pre-ordered the deluxe edition Hot Toy before I saw the movie. Um, day one <laughs> pre-order, I did it. Cause fuck it. I mean, mm-hmm. I. I love this suit. I'm happy to do it. Um, so, mm. I, and that was like, oof, it was like my first day pre-order. I did it, and my girlfriend's just like, "What if you don't like the movie?" And I'm like, "How dare you? Why would you put that in my head?" Um, That's cool. You need a hot um, toy Riddler. Yeah, right? I, I'm sure it's that coming. Would, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be really cool. That's gonna be a creepy one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so we kind of talked about you know Pattinson a little bit earlier. Um, <clears throat> Let's talk about the cast a little bit more because there's some things, you know, uh, this kind of goes back to one of the things that kind of a little bit bothered me. But like, okay, so Robert Pattinson, I felt like was a great Batman, right? He's Batman like 80% of the movie, 85% yes. of the movie, which I thought Very was freaking cool. awesome, right? Very rarely we see that. Mm-hmm. It, very rarely we see a Batman movie about Batman. Which, yes, I mean, yes. I'm so glad we finally got that. Um one thing I didn't so one thing that kind of bothered me about that was we didn't really get a chance. So when I saw Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, it almost like I, I didn't get a chance to get used to him as Bruce Wayne to figure out if I liked him or not as Bruce Wayne, if that makes sense, right? So we only get like half an hour, if that, of him in Bruce Wayne, right? So I'm like still trying to figure out. I'm like, he was a good Batman, but dude, I, when we did see him as Bruce, he was super, super emo. <laughs> Like yeah. quiet, yeah. Super like hot topic, my chemical romance. Like there there was a scene <laughs> where he where I just I get I get it, but the scene where he he turns around and he yells at Alfred, he's like, You're not my dad. <laughs> oh, that was good, I was yeah. like, I was <laughs> like was so we're like we're doing this. <laughs> um yeah. and I, I thought I I mean I thought it was fine. I thought it was good, especially for this kind of age of Batman, you know, he's he's kind of an immature lost soul or, you know, he's still coming into himself. 
Um, what do you guys think of that? Were you guys into this version of Bruce Wayne when you did see him? Were you guys, did you guys buy fully into Pattinson as Bruce Wayne when he was Bruce Wayne as opposed to Batman? It worked for me, but like you said, I'd like to see more of him right. as Bruce Wayne because, like, I mean, I feel like we got the silent moments and stuff, you know, and then the whole you're not my dad thing was like, oh boy. <laughs> like, I would love to see him, like, actually at the the board member meeting or whatever that he didn't go to right uh stuff yeah we just we didn't get enough bruce wayne we got more batman which i can't complain about that because that's what you want you know yeah exactly yeah Yeah, and that's also one of those things Um, with like the same issue i had with the length you know if i may oh yeah go for it go ahead i'm sorry no no you go ahead no go for it (laughs) i'm sorry no no go ahead no, no, I was just going to say, no, it kind I, of I felt think like uh, in, in the defense of that, in the defense of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, in the defense of, of Matt Reeves's vision for Bruce Wayne and Batman, mm-hmm. I personally didn't think it was too much of a drawback for myself personally, only because this version of Bruce Wayne, he doesn't know who's yet is yet. He's still trying to balance out the right. difference between, the billionaire playboy and being batman because as we see it's only his second year in the cowl and we haven't seen well we don't know where he is mentally trying to balance out the facade of the mask that is bruce wayne and where bruce wayne is really batman 99 percent of the time and i think matt reeves's vision for bringing that kind of duality where he's still dark brooding mr emo he hasn't separated the um the personas yet so he's still balancing it out and i think in the next movie we might be able to see a little bit more of like okay so now he knows how to play the billionaire playboy part mm. rather than just playing the dark and brooding 24 7 so sorry no absolutely no and i, I totally actually that was, <clears throat> that was one of my next points too was like you know i i kind of like that about it right so when he was batman like there was no differentiate differentiating between the Bruce Wayne character and the Batman character in this one. Right. Like it wasn't like Nolan's trilogy mm. where it feels like almost instantly, like Bruce knew how to differentiate the two. Like it was like, like a switch, like right. a switch. And then I, I thought yeah. that was really cool. Um, and again, like any issue that I had with this movie was very much like, it felt like this, but it was necessary. You know what I mean? So like the mm-hmm. length of like, you know, Robert Pattinson right. as Batman yeah. was, I, I, yeah. I, it kind of caught me off guard at first but it was necessary for the story uh so yeah i completely agree with you though i like that there was that you know he's still learning how to flip that switch and i thought you know i I think part of that too is the fact that the character whether it's comics movies whatever Mm -hmm. he's batman bruce wayne is the actual mask and so he hasn't Mm -hmm. learned how to put on the mask because you could tell christian uh was it christian bale batman all that stuff, all the partying, all the, you know, thing, it was all fake. It was all him just pretending to play this character. Right. But the real, the real person underneath is Batman. Yeah. Like there's I, Bruce Wayne. Absolutely. Facade. I think we're looking at a Batman who doesn't, who only just wants to be Batman. You know what I mean? It's like, like, <laughs> I think Tom Holland yeah. talked about that in like, in Homecoming. He was like, he just wants to be Spider-Man. He doesn't want to like spend, t- like he doesn't want to have to be Peter Parker when he can like do all the shit that he can do, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, and I think right. with this band, like kind of jumping off what you said, Kevin, how like you're not sure if if you like him yet as Bruce Wayne. I don't think he likes himself as Bruce Wayne. Yet. <laughs> That's you know? true. That's very true. He said he was like, I don't care if I get hurt. Or I don't care if I die. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. He just has mm-hmm. to like a mission. That's true. Um, 
So yeah, yeah. Like speaking of like Alfred, like uh, Andy Circus. I mean, I, again, he's another character we didn't really see a whole lot. You know, mm-hmm. not as much as we've seen him before. Mm-hmm. And I love that they were. He's not just his butler this time or caretaker. I thought that was like they had a butler and caretaker yeah, in yeah. their house, which I thought mm-hmm. was in their flat, which I or whatever the the the. the I can't think of words right now. I apologize. Right. Um, you know what I mean? Like they had their <laughs> tea and crumpets. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> tea and crumpets. Yeah. yeah, tea and crumpets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that relationship was really cool. And then we get the revelation again, it's full of spoilers. But that revel, you know, that oh, Alfred was so the one cool. who who trained him. Yeah. You know, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the big reveals. I, to me, there was like yeah. two major major reveals. Uh, one I didn't know from the comics, Catwoman's father, uh, Falcone. Falcone. Yeah. Yes. Like that, that was a whoa. Yeah. That was a cool. shocker to yeah. me too. Um, and then the whole and that Falcone, blew me out of the water. Yeah, and then the whole tie-in of Falcone to like Thomas, right? And like the whole like and like the Arkham's oh, and his mom, yeah. like that was huge. I was like, the Arkham wow. stuff is crazy. That's really cool mm-hmm. that they're doing this. Like you know, like. Um, and then I, I think it kind of prompts Bruce, like, there's like three times he breaks into the Iceberg Lounge, right, or goes into mm. the Iceberg Lounge. The first time I have that, he's like, do you know who I am? And the second time I was like, Bruce is like, do you know who I am? And then the th- third time he just sneaks in, you know? Um, but it's, again, it's just that, like, beautiful, symmetrical writing that, that yeah. they've, they've done with this movie, uh, which is really cool. But yeah, loved it. Like, really, really cool. I kind of feel like that was his Star Lord moment. It's like, oh, so you've heard of me, right? Like, who? He's a Star Lord, man. I'm Batman. I'm Vengeance. <laughs> when you're talking about that reveal too, the um, about his father, I was kind of hoping it would keep going down, and like he actually did pay him to take out the reporter, because like to me right. that makes him question everything. Yeah. So I was hoping they would kind of mm-hmm. keep going that route instead of uh, they kind of just turn around. And it's like, oh no, he wasn't really trying to kill him. I mean, I I do think it's like kind of the perfect segue, like into at some point in the sequels, Court of Owls, right? Like oh, I yeah. think that was. Oh, yes. I hope so. I hope so, that, I hope they make that happen. Pattinson said it in a, in an interview. There, I guess they asked him like, "What comic book stories would you love to see?" And he like right away was like Court of Owls. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm like, if if he's gonna push for it, I'd love to see that too. Yeah, oh, that yeah. would be incredible. Yeah, um, that'd be beautiful to see that. Yeah. So so what do we think of uh, Zoe Kravitz? Catwoman, I thought she nailed it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. She was good. I think uh, Noble maybe has an <laughs> little think, apprehension maybe. in his face. No, go for oh, it, man. Go for it. I, I think she was, she was, uh, she was decent. I think there was a couple of dry spots. I think for her character, but um, going back to one of the reviews or one of the uh, the articles that I saw. She's not Catwoman yet. She's just Selena Kyle. Right, right. Hogler, she's she's just watching out for herself. So in that in that regard, I feel like it's what you said earlier. I think that was one of the only drawbacks I had from the film was that she didn't feel like Catwoman because she wasn't Catwoman. She right. had a beanie on her head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little knit cap. Yeah, a little exactly. knit kitty cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it, to me it was just kind of like she's okay. She's not the worst. I think she's way better than Anne Hathaway ever was. Um, but I don't think anyone will ever beat Michelle Pfeiffer for me. Oh no, no, Michelle right. Pfeiffer's <laughs> got that like very class. I mean, she's she is Catwoman. Like when I think yeah. of Catwoman, yeah. I think of Michelle Pfeiffer. Like that's just the so way do I. Get. Man, I'd love to see Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. in that costume. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Awesome. Um, I think. Yeah, I think I um I kind of I, I kind of feel the same way. Like I thought she did really good. 
Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like she wasn't quite Catwoman yet. And I thought, but I did like how they actually used, gave her character a little bit more depth this time around than Mm -hmm. they normally have in the movies. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, uh, we talk about Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, but she was still just like a one shot, you know, villain. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. she didn't have this deepness to her. And I know it's like, Catwoman's always kind of been either, you know, a friend or foe back and forth. You know, it kind of depends what story you're reading, things like that. Um, but I liked this version of her. I thought, I, or I think it's going to develop into a really cool, you know, relationship over multiple movies, which yeah. I think is a really, really cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at first, yeah. I felt like her character was just kind of tacked on, like it didn't drive the story, but like it makes more sense now that if you expand it out, that. They have that kind of relationship, but also yeah. with Alfred getting blown up, who else is he going to talk to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I like. <laughs> no, go ahead. I, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just saying, I like that immediate. Like they, they kind of already developed that interest on both ends. You know, like especially with like Bruce, like rewatching that footage over and over again, and like you can see his infatuation with her. Yeah. Um, and then like the the closing mm-hmm. shot of them like riding their motorcycles in tandem, and then eventually like you know like having like very symbolic of their relationship you know like they can't, it can't. Say fast and furious that's what i was thinking too <laughs> i was expecting awesome. that song to come on at the end <laughs> yeah i think that's, that's great too i love how these movies are starting to feel more like comic books you know what i mean like they have their own mm-hmm. like over you know reaching arches that are going to go seem to be going over multiple movies and i love that this was a standalone too i just mm-hmm. i Love that they weren't trying mm-hmm. to force it into anything else. Like it yeah. wasn't trying to be like this other thing. Um, but um, yeah, let's talk about. Uh, we talked about Colin Farrell a little bit. I think we all kind of said our part about how great he was. Oh, I thought he was awesome, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, obviously, as Gordon, we covered. Um, Falcone. I so I thought you know i had seen he was going to be in it i had heard he was going to be in it but we hadn't seen any footage of him in it obviously it was john Totoro. we all mm-hmm. knew it was going to be john Totoro. um mm-hmm. but i mean it's john Totoro. i mean he, he's great you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i thought he was the perfect falcone um I, yes. I thought he pulled that role off really really well yeah oh yeah i still when i looked at him i still he- see agent simmons so yeah. <laughs> I, I just have a hard time <laughs> thinking agent simmons is carmine falcone <laughs> yeah so I think me. <laughs> I think the cast was great. I, I this can we just talk about the score a little bit? I oh, love so Batman's oh, theme song. Oh, so scene. good! And it really oh, came into play, like obviously, like towards the end, right when you have all the Riddler villains, and you just hear it starting. You know, you just yeah. hear a banging in the background, and he's do Batman's doing his thing. Oh, like this, it was incredible. Like. I don't know mm-hmm. if you heard the story about uh, Michael Chiacano's like story with how he mm-hmm. came up with the theme song. Like he, Matt Reeves reached out to him. He's like, "I'm doing the Batman. Do you want to do the score?" Literally, like hours later, he sends him back this piece of music, and Matt Reeves is like, "Wow, that was fast." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I've been writing this theme song since I was like seven years old." Wow. <laughs> he's like, "That's awesome." Wow. Yeah. He's like, "He's like, I've been like, this has been my dream." Um, but yeah, wow. I thought that That's was incredible. incredible. That's all, yeah, God, it's so I effective. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the score for, like, because everybody has their theme songs. I love, like, Catwoman's little playful, like, yeah, like music, too. Um, Riddler's music was really cool, but Batman's, goddamn, like, that just, like, mm-hmm. you feel, I feel it in my ribs. Like, it's, like, 
It's really good. Mm-hmm. Also, the soundtrack. Like, I didn't know they were going to use oh. that Nirvana song in the yeah. movie. Something in the so way. Glad yeah. they, so glad. I love they did. that. Mm-hmm. So good. And it worked yeah. so perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, it was beautiful. And um, so let's, you know, let's kind of get to the end here where obviously the end of this movie kind of leaves off on a very, you know, Gotham City is completely submerged mm-hmm. in water. What do you guys think? Like, so let's talk about sequels a little bit. Where do you think the story can head? Do you guys have any? Obviously, we talked about Court of Owls a little bit later on, but what where do you think the story could go what are some possible you know what did you guys think about that ending and what where do you think it could go from here uh, uh i know it's I tough guess. right it's really i hard. think part of me when i see a movie yeah. so good like i felt the same way about um into the spider-verse like i'm like this was so good i don't want a sequel like right. i don't i just <laughs> just leave it alone you know what I mean? I kind of feel the same way about this. I saw Matt Reeves talked about, like, obviously there's that Easter egg at the very end of, like, a, a surprise character, Joker. Mm-hmm. It's Druig from... Uh, yeah, from, uh, I want to Eternals. talk about that, too, in a minute. Yeah, we'll but, mm-hmm. but he, he he said himself, he was like, that doesn't mean that we're going to get him in the next movie. He was right. like, it was the point of it was to show... Thank goodness. Yeah, like, yeah. Gotham is opening up, so... I'm like, because I don't. I'm kind of, I'm cool. Like, just leave Joker alone for a little while. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. let's talk about that a little bit because I'm in the same, I'm done with Joker yeah. <laughs> for a long time. And when yeah. I saw that and heard that, uh, when I, you know, you see him in the set, I was just like, are we, are we doing this right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, honestly, so so I know, I, I know this might give me some, some guff, but I did not, I was not a fan of the Joker, the movie, the Joker, mm. the Joaquin Phoenix oh. Joker movie. I, I thought it was fine, but I didn't. I didn't have any sort of connection to it. I just didn't. Joaquin was great, but the movie itself just felt so kind of. It's kind of odd because it felt super derivative of like so many other movies that came before. And again, I know we're talking about this movie like it's like a, a knockoff, or not a knockoff, but a derivative of like Seven, for example, right? Right. Mm. But I felt like um, Joker. It, it just didn't connect with me on any level. Kevin, and, I'm right there with you. But keep yeah. Going, keep going, okay. Keep good. No. Yeah. Good. Um, and uh, but I think Joaquin was fine. Like I thought Joaquin was a great Joker. But then I saw this, and I was like, Do we really need to go there again? Especially after the Joker and Heath Ledger, and uh, you know, all these other versions. I just, I'm not. I don't. I, I'm done with Joker. There's so many other villains you can do. <laughs> it was a yeah. cool tease, but mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I think something that really opened up the doors for the end of the movie, um, not just uh, the Joker, and I'm here that the Joker that the Joker is not going to be done right away. I think because he's so well versed, well known, well known villain, you could actually have him pulling all the strings from behind. That would be cool. Us still never see him, kind of like how they did with Thanos. And if they do make this uh, trilogy, or if it becomes further. Um, you know, more sequels uh, come after the third movie, they still can use him as a small Easter egg and have him, you know, do everything from behind the scenes. I think that would be a way better way to use the character because everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows what to expect from him. But if he's playing, um, uh, what's the right word? Um, If he's playing the mastermind behind the scenes and he's actually leading everything and he's pointing all of these villains who we might possibly see um, in the sequels, if he's, laying the foundation for it and then finally he's like okay now it's time for me to make my debut i think that will not just be the biggest buildup, but it'll be so much more worth it to see him in the final payoff yeah 
Uh, I can see that happening, and I kind of hope that's how they do it. And yeah, yeah, I was thinking too. um, If I'm writing the next movie, uh, they you know they dam up the river, get everything you know the water uh, cleaned up and everything, and it's a big renewal. And then um, a character we got some hints about Hush comes along. Mm -hmm. He wants to undo everything. Thomas Elliot and. I think that, that cool. uh, and again, if hey, if he's under under the control of the Joker, all the better. But right. uh, um, yeah, that's just kind of where I see would want to see it going is you know renewal, and then we're we're gonna just blow it up again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think that would be great. Um, I mean, we we are gonna find out kind of what happens. I mean, is so there is a um, kind of transition to the Penguin series that's coming mm-hmm. to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we don't know much about it. I don't know if it's going to be a, a prequel, uh, sequel. Have they like officially announced what it's going to so be? So like, they always or... every time we hear them talk about it, they say it's uh, Penguin's rise to power, which makes okay. it sound like it's taking place after the movie. Okay, cool. Me. No, so, and that would be cool to kind of find yeah. out. You know, I hope they kind of cover kind of what happens so like by the time we get to the next movie i yeah. hope penguin's still involved and he's become the penguin you know like yeah. the one that because i love in this movie how he's you know he's oswald you know he's oz he hates it when people calls him the penguin right mm. so i'm, I'm kind of mm. waiting to, to, for him to kind of take the mantle on and become the penguin which i think would be really cool mm-hmm. yeah. um mm-hmm. and they're also doing the arkham asylum show the because nice. they were doing the arkham oh, PD. Yeah. I, I thought they were then, doing the gcpd so they were, but I guess it they were having some really oh. issues, like uh, some really big issues kind of knocking out the story, like cracking it. So they decided to turn it into an Arkham series. Cool. Um, yeah, which I think I would think be that really would fit cool. better. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we've seen Gotham, you know, with like, you know, well, Gotham, <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously a different <laughs> different type of Gotham from what we have here, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think an Arkham series would be would be absolutely perfect. With these shows being on HBO Max, if they're going to be anything like Peacemaker, oh. go crazy! Like, because <laughs> goddamn it, I love you. Watch I Peacemaker, <laughs> like all of it. Like I binged it Dude, in like a day nice. and a half. Yeah, so good. Dude, so, so I love. I'm a little late so to the much. game on that one. Oh man! Last time we <laughs> talked about this, you were you were recommending it. I I yeah. watched it. Nolan was like, oh, I saw five minutes. I'm okay. <laughs> Nolan, if you're watching, fucking watch it. My God, it's so <laughs> like, dude, I put it up there with like Daredevil. Like, Easily. I, it's like, like one of the greatest like superhero TV shows. Dude, we're like, gonna do a whole wow. podcast on Peacemaker. We're, we're gonna have yeah. to. We wow. have to do a whole Peacemaker podcast. I love that show so much. <laughs> so satisfying. <laughs> it was like, oh man, so good. really, really, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, speaking of like DC TV shows and everything, just real quick, just before we wrap up, um, it might be a little bit further before we see any new Batman movie because everything seems to be getting pushed back and moved around <laughs> by DC and Warner Brothers. And it's not just DC properties, it's Warner Brothers in general just kind of moved their whole slate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So those that did see the Batman and trailer, you could, I think you watch it on YouTube, though. They released like this trailer, this, this, teaser of all their movies coming out in 2022 um they were so excited nah. about it they're like hey this yeah. is what we got coming for you guys um and now we're only getting yeah um so shazam was brought into 2022 um i think uh the the super pets movie was pushed back about a couple months and then uh, Ooh, Black Adam, 
Was I? <laughs> Who asked for the super pets? Hey. Who asked for it? Keanu <laughs> is playing Batman. That's okay. cool. Yeah. Okay, I'll see, it. I'll see it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know, <laughs> a black Black Adam got pushed back a couple months. Six um, months, mm-hmm. I heard. Six three months. months. Three months, six months. Three months. It was three yeah. months. Yeah, three um, months. But then uh, The Flash and um, Aquaman, I would argue probably two of the most anticipated ones of this year. Um, mm-hmm. got pushed back to 2023. Yeah. Um, but that's also, um, you know, like I said, it's not just DC Warner Brothers in general. They also, the Meg 2 is coming out. In case you guys didn't know, it <laughs> was happening with Jason Statham coming back. Yes. I, I love the first Meg, I thought it was a lot. Oh, of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that got pushed back, and so did uh, the new uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Fat or the Wonka movie starring yeah. Timothy Chalamet as Wonka. Um, the creatures. Uh, yeah, so those got pushed back as well. That's crazy, um, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's things are happening, man. Things are happening. I think uh, Bat was it Batgirl. I think that's mm-hmm. still releasing later this year, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I can't, but it's only go. That one's only going to HBO Max, right? Uh, so oh, Batgirl's going to HBO okay. Max. Um, I know Blue Beetles in the works. I don't know where mm-hmm. that's at. Uh, the kid from uh, Cobra Kai, uh, mm-hmm. Miguel from Cobra Kai, is playing. The that's lead character cool. in that. That's pretty cool. That's a good mm-hmm. cast. That's I think that's an amazing movie. casting. And I think it was supposed to be an HBO Max exclusive, but they decided to put it at theaters because so they're right. going with that blue beetle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. I um if okay, so I'm kind of taking it with a grain of salt, but you know what? If if these are being pushed back because of reshoots, because of rewrites, I hope that that's an eye-opener for these for the studio. Because they're pushing yeah. everything back. And that happened to be just after the success of how the Batman was. So mm-hmm. I think that if this is a push to, okay, so this is what people are loving. This is what people are um, investing in. And they really seem to be, you know, tagging toward, you know, the story of the Batman. They really like it. It's getting a lot of positive reception. I hope this opens up their eyes and basically tells them, so now we know what, this, what the fans, what, what these people and theater goers are going to want to see maybe this is a bit of a change up and hopefully opens up their eyes and like, okay, now we know they're learning from their mistakes that they've, right. that they've made. And I honestly, I'll be honest with you guys. If we don't see a Matt Reeves, Batman sequel for another two, three years, mm-hmm. because he's taking the time to yeah. craft a story. He's trying to craft everything like how he did with this movie. And I know this movie got pushed back a little while too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, COVID. If that's what it takes, if that's what it takes for this next sequel to be just as good as the first one, oh yeah, I'm all on board. Yep. Take all the time you need to make a yep. great story, make a great a great movie, and people are gonna want are gonna flood to go see it and want to see another one. Absolutely, yeah. I think I the studio agree. just needs to learn from their mistakes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely, and uh, hopefully they do. <laughs> hopefully yeah. they yeah. do, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah I think. Uh, I think we're all loving our comic book stuff uh, right now. So, I mean, we got what Doctor Strange coming out next. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's man. Month after. Um, that's a whole other podcast. So, yep. we will, we'll Morbius comes that. out too. Yeah. Morbius. Yeah. Morbius yeah, is coming what's out. What's that? Uh, no, April. <laughs> <laughs> just go watch a movie at the theaters and you'll see the trailer. It doesn't yeah. matter what yeah. movie you see. You're always here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I really you'll hope that's it. good. No, I, I hope so too, because I, I, I'm, I'm like that's probably my least. I mean, that's cool. Let's let's do it. I'll watch it. I mean, same, same, yeah. 
And I yeah, want to be sure. surprised. I'm like, hey, you know what? I shouldn't have. Uh... It was good. So that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. So um, I think we're still going to. Uh, are we planning on doing the giveaway right now? Or Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think so. you, you have the will, right? Oh, you want me to get the will up? Oh, yeah. Nolan <laughs> Nolan had mentioned that you were going to. Oh, let me. Uh... It's cool, though. It's cool. <laughs> um, it's cool. You know, we'll, we'll get it. I think I have it saved. I just got to remove a few names. <laughs> nice. Um. But yeah, so there's 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 still some you know um, overall let's let's do a score real quick. So let's do out of five, what, or you know out of five, what would you score the Batman? Just to kind of wrap things up, what would be your score from one, what uh, one pastrami to five pastramis? What is your score for the Batman? Hmm, mm, tough one. I <laughs> so mean, I, 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 I don't want. So in my review, I gave it a four point five. Um, okay. I feel like it's a, mm. it. I don't think it's the perfect Batman movie, but mm. you know, again, I'm super par- I'm partial to the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is still just one of the greats. Mm. Um, but um, mm. I thought it was different enough, and just it blew me away by how different it was, and how much of, how much Batman we actually got in a Batman movie, which I thought was really mm-hmm. cool. It felt like a Batman mm-hmm. movie, you know. Um, yeah. Whereas, like something like The Dark Knight was still was a Batman movie, but it was a Joker movie. Let's be honest, right? right. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. I give it a four point five. So don't don't be shy. Whatever you guys give it, it'll be cool. Man, I I I said I was going to avoid hyperbole, but like I I'm so tempted to go like four point eight, four point seven, okay. four point four point seven five. Right. That's what I'll say. Gotcha. I for all the reasons you said, like this is our. I feel like the first Batman movie, you know, where like we get to focus on Batman, and I think they knew it. You know what I mean? Like that this is why he was in the cow for eighty percent of the time, you know, because it was his character study this time around. So, um, yeah. Also, I think this is visually the most beautiful Batman movie we've gotten. Oh so, yeah, easy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, very artistic. Yeah. Yeah. So. What about you guys? Daniel Jason. Me. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give this one a five out of five. Hey, uh, I, yeah, I was entertained like thoroughly through this whole thing. And I mean, what was the last Batman movie we had to watch? That that horrible Dark Knight Rises. Or, have my permission to die. <laughs> and he's all fighting gangs in New York style with Bane and still couldn't beat him. And then like Catwoman comes away and blows him away with his fucking bat cycle. Like, yeah, I mean, shit. And this like this was right up there. Like it's like like Christian said, it's with that. Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, Joker one, but I don't know if it. I, I need to see it some more. I don't. I don't know if it surpasses it yet, but right. it's still a, a good hard five out of five for me. Cool. No, that's awesome. Yeah. What about you, uh, Daniel Noble? What you guys got? Oh, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I, I actually agree with uh, Jason. Um, oh. You know, perfect movie doesn't come along very often, so it's hard to like you know give everything you know rate it as a five or something. But it's like. This is, I think, as close as we're going to get. Um, I mean, it's honestly, I still worry about a sequel just because, you know, sequels, sequels. Right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's like, I think this is, like, um, the best we're going to get. And like I said, in my mind, I do put this up there with Dark Knight. Again, we'll have to, you know, do the comparisons app over time. But, um, yeah, I give it a five. It's, cool. It's amazing. Okay. Um, I think for me... I'm just curious to know what they're going to do for this sequel. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of where my score kind of lies at the moment. 
I still need to see it at least two or three, four more times just so I can get a definitive idea of what I really think about it. But on the first reaction, on the first reaction, I would say a 4.8 with cheese on top. Hey, <laughs> sandwiches. No, absolutely. I I completely I get that totally. Like I'm I'm you know I'm I'm gonna watch it a few more times and who knows you know mm-hmm. you know how these things go right. Like you can watch it once and it's the greatest movie ever, but you watch it again and it either gets better or it kind of you know you're like eh, maybe let's uh take a step back here and kind of see what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. So. Uh, who knows upon you know more viewings we'll see how it goes um so yeah uh jason you got the wheel ready i sure do i got all four of them on there awesome cool so this is for Uh, the uh chickenator at the apollo burger we're gonna go ahead and spin it and that was when contos won last time so here's uh i'm gonna gonna spin this thing now here it goes go for it Hey, Arturo! Arturo, you won! Congrats, you won a chicken eater from Apollo Burger. Um, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah, just go ahead and leave your uh, info. I don't know how. No, just go ahead and message uh, Pastrami Nation, and they'll get all the the we'll details that. and get that to amazing you. Amazing lunch so, out to you. What's that? We'll get that amazing lunch out to you. Oh man, I still need to go. One of these days, I'm gonna be down there. I'm gonna try oh, it out. Yeah, when you do, we got you, man. We got you. <laughs> Dude. Nice, nice. I love it. All right. Well, guys, that was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for coming and talking about the Batman. And yeah. were there any closing thoughts yeah. or anything? Are you guys good? You guys have anything else to say? Or you guys feel like you guys vented enough about the Batman? <laughs> so I know we talked about it and we talked about a little bit of like to see for this is cool and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever's watching should leave a comment down below who they would like to see in the sequel. Yes, let's talk. Yeah, definitely. Please leave comments and who we'd love to see in the sequel, um, which characters you love to show up, um, anything like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what other people think too. It's yeah, it's so much fun yeah. to speculate, right? Like, yeah. obviously, you don't want to get your hopes up by speculating too much, but it's fun. So I want to see the Clock King in the sequel. <laughs> see the Condiment King. Honestly, I'm still waiting for the live action Condiment King. Yeah. Condiment King. <laughs> I, yes. I would like to see the uh, polka dot man from uh, Suicide Squad go that up against this cool. Batman. He got smashed. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for coming. Uh, if you guys haven't watched the Batman yet, go watch the Batman because it's amazing. Uh, yes. Watch the Batman. Um, watch Peacemaker. Nolan. Yes. Watch Peacemaker. Yes. Um, Nolan, watch Peacemaker. Ending. We're going to do a podcast yes. about Peacemaker. Not Please. Sure we'll make it happen. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, you guys. Well, um, uh, Thank you for watching Tommy Nation podcast. Check us out on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, MySpace, Pinterest, MySpace, <laughs> um, Friendster. Uh, Let's go, Let's go farther back. If you're in our AOL top group chat, Friendster, yeah. You know, you can also download the podcast on. Uh, you know, we got uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, and all that fun stuff. So wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, download it and check it out. So, yeah, thank you guys for checking us out. And have a good night. Thank you guys. Good night.